Okay, so it appears as if I am recording. Yep, same with me. I'm recording too. Okay, I'm going to try a a different uh, intro here, and we're going to see how this works. Intro music's going to be a little bit different too. Uh Uh-oh. another episode of the Pandemic Guitar Podcast. In this episode, we are paying special attention and focus on the health benefits of playing guitar. As always, I'm your host, the stressed-out soloist, Tim. With me on microphone number two is the grand poobah of guitar playing and journalist of the magazine, You'll Never Play As Good As Me. He has many hit singles to include These Sketchers Seem Super Sketchy and the third flush is for good luck, Dr. Rick. <laughs> Hello, everybody. That's hilarious. <laughs> On microphone number three, a very special host. She puts the chi in cheap. She is... <laughs> oh, I got to try that one again. Hold on. I... <laughs> On microphone number three, a very special host. She puts the chi in cheap. She is this episode's leader in holistic health and author of Pick Your Guitar, Not Your Nose, You'll Make More Friends That Way. It's Dr. Amanda. (laughs) That was amazing. Peace and love. Peace and love. Wow. What an intro. Uh, Oh, that was good. That was good. I figured with uh, the uh, topic of this episode, I'd have a little bit of fun with it. So I'm glad that everybody got a good laugh out of that. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, well, what's new with everybody? I know uh, I know it's been such a long time. <laughs> Except it hasn't. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, it's been, what, three days? Yeah, something like that. Well, we're trying yeah. to get ahead of schedule here. Yeah. We are. <laughs> Uh, so how's the, uh, guitar playing going there, Amanda, who just showed off, just showed off the, uh, really nice acoustic guitar there. I did. You finally got to see it. Um, looks sharp. It's good. Yeah. I like it. I like how it's kind of like a matte finish. It's not a shiny, your typical kind of shiny acoustic guitar, but, uh, yeah, it's going well. Still working on finger picking. Uh, I think dad was supposed to work with me, um, this week on that Buddy Holly song, that Weezer song. Oh, how's that Uh, coming? Oh, we didn't get around to it. No, I um, I went out and I uh, I started I well, she had to send me the link to I think it was uh, Spotify. I think can it we was. say Spotify on here? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I think the problem I is think. that well, we're gonna find out. The problem is is the the version that I want to learn how to play is only recorded. It's a Spotify session, so he can't find it anywhere else, and he doesn't have Spotify. Oh. I gotcha. So he's watching the live version. So I was like on my way to work and I got in the elevator and I was asking him about it. I was like, Hey, did you find the acoustic version? He's like, yeah, it's like they, uh, I saw the music video. They're like playing in happy days, the show happy days. Like, what are you talking about? 
And then I realized he was ta- he he found the original music video on YouTube. Oh, for the for the song, and in the song they have it's like a uh, they have a kind of an ode to Happy Days, and um, they have like the old the actors from Happy Days in it and everything. And I was like, that's not the right version. <laughs> yeah, I jumped on YouTube and tried to find uh, an acoustic version of that song, and I'm sure that I didn't find the right one because it was like, eh. and it was some weird, really bar chords that i'm not even familiar with right hmm. i did find something and uh i'm still uh i i only listened to it once but uh i'll listen to it a few more times before i uh i start getting the hang of it and seeing what they're doing and stuff like that well but i it, found out mom has spotify so you can just use it on her phone i already have a copy of it oh, I'm, okay. I'm sorry i shouldn't have said it. i already i already listened to it <laughs> okay well that that helps that really helps the metaphorical copy Yes, yes, yeah. The virtual copy, uh, the virtual, the virtual uh, song. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. other than that, I've just been doing the finger picking. So still waiting. Well, Dad, to long distance teach me how to play the song I want to play. Well, you, the exercises are good. You gotta, you know, you gotta continue with the exercises. Mm-hmm. You True. know, and uh, you got that's the only way you're gonna get better at it. You know, you you gotta put in what three or four hours a day, right? Absolutely not. Uh-uh. No, that is never going to happen. No. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably 15 to 30 minutes a day somewhere in there. I could see 15, but 30, I don't know about 30. Yeah, it was hard at first to do 30 minutes because, you know, your your fingers start to hurt or, um, you know, you would just sit there and kind of like in 15, 20 minutes, you're just kind of repeating yourself. And then all of a sudden your fingers stop working for you and you're just like, okay, just put it down, come mm-hmm. back to it the next day or whatever. And sometimes I've noticed that if I'm practicing something and uh, my fingers turn to jello, I'll come back like two days later and all of a sudden, like, it sounds the best that I've ever played it. Oh, wow. So, That's my, like my work experience there. <laughs> just put it. Yeah, fingers, just walk fingers away turn from to it. jello. <laughs> uh, it was nice uh, this morning as we were getting ready to record, or I guess a little bit before that. Um, I, I grabbed my acoustic. I was playing that for a little bit, and I haven't played it for a while, so I think it's probably time for another string change. Um, I broke out the Telecaster. I was playing that for a little bit, and uh, then now I'm playing the uh, the uh, Project guitar. Yeah, I like those pickups. Show those pickups again. Cause, yeah, because yeah, yeah, the listeners can't see that. I know, I know. But, hey, they look nice. They do. They sound great, too. I really like them. Cool. You cool. actually brought up something interesting because I'm curious. How will I know when it's time for me to change my strings? Oh, um, good sometimes, question. Yes, for me, um, like on my acoustic, when they start to look like they're getting rusty, it's usually when. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because uh, my, my strings on the acoustic are gold. And uh, if it sits for a little bit, there's sections or little pieces of the strings that start to become bronze. And when I start to see that, I just swap them out. You're supposed to wipe okay. the strings. Yeah, I just play. swap them out. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Well, I didn't know that. Well, the oil from your fingers and stuff like that get on the strings. and Yeah, that and, makes sense. You know, then they get dirty. And then what happens is they don't, uh, they don't sound as crisp. I mean, uh, or you can just let them uh, completely rust. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know how they would sound then. Probably not as good. It. A new genre. Yeah, rust. <laughs> that sounds rust, very rusty. Rusty finger picking. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. a great band name. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Whatever you do, don't cut yourself on the strings. You'll have to get a tetanus shot. <laughs> mm, I'm due for one of those, actually. Anyhow, yeah, I would. Uh, I normally wipe down the strings every once in a while. I don't. I should wipe them down all the time, but I don't. And then um, usually, probably every few. Depends on the playing I do. If I play a lot, then I'll change the strings more often. But if I don't play as much, then they go a little bit longer. But I do. Uh, I have. Uh, I keep about ten sets of strings, you know, in storage, you know, so that I can just swap them out when I want to. You know? <laughs> do you have like a warehouse? I do. Yeah. A warehouse yeah. of strings. Yeah. Matter of fact, I got a I got a call from Guitar Box, and they asked me if I had some strings for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, yeah. To sure. Spare. Yeah. 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 No, I didn't get a call, but. I don't think we mentioned. Did did we say that that was Dad's song in the beginning? No, we didn't. So in the last episode, uh, that was the song that uh, that Dad put together uh, that he said he would get us tab for, and I uh, haven't seen that yet. But it, in fairness, we're recording only a few days after, about basically a week after the last episode was recorded. So okay, so the it's it's a minor. Then it goes to a, it goes to A minor, goes to C, and then goes to D. Then the that would be the um, I'm gonna call that the uh, well uh, no actually that's the the um, the actual okay so the, the A actual, minor the A minor is zero zero two two one zero correct okay so that makes sense because then you don't have to lift your index finger to go to uh, the, the C, C which is zero three two zero one. Right. And then the and then, D from the C is actually a pretty easy transition. Right. But no, no, no. That's not the D I use. Oh, which D? Take, okay. Here we get into the cage system. Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. What you do is you take the C chord okay. and move it up three and don't bar it. That's a D. You move it up two frets and then you don't uh, pluck the low E string, but the rest of the strings are okay. That's yeah, the you're gonna have to you're gonna you're gonna have to give me like uh, a finger pattern here or something for that. Okay, it's the same as the C. Okay, a C so chord. I got a C. I got a C, and then slide it up two frets. That's a D. Oh, one, two. So that would be um, five, four. Yep. Uh, zero, three. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. And that's how that's how I get that open Look. airy type sound to it. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. All right. Now the the beginning part of it um, is A minor. Right. So A minor. To, and it goes to the G. And then goes back to A minor. And then there's a little tiny riff I do in there with the um, it's a pull on and pull offs right there to get that a uh, little bit of uh, sounds like a flamingo or type. Um, a classical flamingo Spanish type thing there. Little um, that I'll have to put on paper for you. It's not ah, hard. That's interesting. It's easy. It's, it's 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 extremely easy. I mean, I, I'm as I said, I'm learning how to finger pick, and um, I'm still learning. It's a it's a process, and um, I just uh, it's the easiest way for me just to play open chords to see how they sound, and then I just started playing that and i'm like wow this is not too bad and you know so i sat down with a with the recorder and recorded it interesting yeah when you were saying move up to uh i guess i didn't hear the word fret so i was like okay from right. c i'm moving up and i'm like okay wait a second what's above an e i don't have any strings up there uh right well, well you're you moving get, yeah. down the neck i got gotcha. you yeah but it's it's the cage system it's it's basically the cage system it's basically you have 
to give you an example, you have a um, you have a C chord. Move it up three. Uh, so I'm sorry. Move it up two. Two. You got a D chord. Mm -hmm. D chord. And the same thing is you have you do the E. You know the E chord. Open E chord. Move it up two. F. Think. All right. Okay. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> we'll we'll do this on another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, uh, we'll do this on another episode. Yeah, but it's right. it's the cage. It's the, it's considered the cage system. It's it's where you take and you can actually bar and, I mean, it's, it's pretty common. So, yeah, but uh, uh, apparently not common. Like, I mean, I've been doing this for three years, uh, pretty consistently, uh, and uh, yeah, there's still tons to learn and all that good stuff. And you know, Amanda, uh, you're you're at what day seven? Am I? I don't. I yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. Like a that. week ago today. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, so what about you, Tim? Are you are you learning how to play Master Puppets by Metallica right now, or what? Uh, you're just no. shredding solos. Uh, no, actually, I'm not. I mean, there's a. Oh, uh, I'll I'll name drop here. I gotta I gotta look him up real quick. It's Andy Paoli. Uh, A N D Y P A O L I. He has a uh, Patreon that you can subscribe to. It's actually super affordable. And um, he does a lot of, like, blues licks. Um, he does, like, variations of things like Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jimi Hendrix. Um, but he puts something out daily. And that's really, that has been really beneficial for me because, uh, you know, once or twice a week he'll put out a lick that I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. And um, what that has done is that's helped me really um, get more comfortable with moving up and down the fretboard uh, because I... I've always been stuck in the first five frets because I, I don't know how to make sense of going down to, you know, the 12th and back up and so forth. So I found him online. Actually, uh, somebody uh, said, suggested, uh, check this guy out, checked him out. I subscribed to his Patreon and um, yeah, really good, especially for a beginner when you're trying to learn how to do some new things. So uh, that's all I really do is I just sit there and repeat licks over and over again. And then what I do is I try to take that lick after I'm really comfortable with it. And I try to like, just do something, tweak it just a little bit. 99% of the time, it doesn't make sense, but I feel comfortable playing around once I've learned something, you know? Mm -hmm. Interesting. He's a really good player. Oh I yeah, mean, he is. Uh, I looked at some of his, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan stuff and some of his Jimi Hendrix stuff and it's, uh, it's. He does. He does a really, well, really good job on it. So yeah, I'm pretty pleased. I don't subscribe to it, but it's uh, for what he's got out there. He's got quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. Dad puts the chi in cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I was Thanks. gonna move. I was gonna move that up to uh to his uh, and I'm like, yeah, I can do something different. So yeah. I am kind of cheap, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I am. Yeah. So I am too. Yeah, uh, we know. Just, we know. Just trying Thanks. to have some fun, guys. Don't take offense. Oh, I'm not taking offense. I'm having fun with it. Um. So again, kind of what the the show topic was really all about is uh just kind of some conversation and some talk about why guitar playing or really to be honest with you any musical instrument, but why it's beneficial for you and and some of the the pros. I don't really think we have too many cons. What are some reasons? to to play guitar well there's lots of reasons to play guitar i mean here i have uh i have my um i i mean i was born with a guitar in my hand i mean i have i have I birth pictures i have birth pictures of that i don't know grandma 
uh too well i mean uh i haven't you know but i i can <laughs> I only imagine that would have that would have hurt yeah that would have hurt yeah <laughs> matter of fact i you, did that you, you need a you need a string change on day one matter of fact the mm-hmm. uh the, the company i work for we did a we had a um, christmas party yeah you already told us did i tell you that story yeah you mentioned it then you put like a you photoshopped a mustache yeah a baby with a mustache <laughs> yes. on it with a guitar yes. With a guitar, yeah. yeah. And uh, everybody instantly knew who it was. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, who would have thunked? <laughs> there's, there's no way I could have fooled anybody. But, right. yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good things. Uh, one of the things is, you know, there's a lot of health benefits to uh, playing, well, not only guitar, but any instrument. Not not just a, a, a six-string instrument. I mean, you could play an eight-string, you could play a four-string, anything like that, or even... Or even a piano. Playing a piano is the same thing. Um, it's great fun. I mean... Well, it, it is once you start making sense of it all. Because I, I have to say, when you're starting out, at least for me, it, it was, right. you know, it, it's hard. It's frustrating, It's yeah. super frustrating. It's overwhelming, yeah. No, I don't think it's overwhelming. I, I well, think... you're different than me. Are you riddled with anxiety? No, I am. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but this helps with anxiety. I mean, not at first. I mean, like Tim said, I think eventually it'll turn into a calming experience. But until then, I've already had a couple moments where I just want to pick it up and smash it like I'm in a concert. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. well, that's what happens when you listen to uh, heavy metal all the time. That's true. That's right. true. Yeah. Well, no, was, it, was it, I remember one of the Who players, uh, the guitarist for the Who, he used to throw the guitar out. Uh, he, used to, he used to actually smash the guitar on stage. So, it's see, expensive. It is. Well, but when you're probably making the money he makes, it's oh, probably, true. you know. I'm, There's a, yeah. a Green Day, uh, the the vocalist, the singer of Green Day, he gives out his guitar, a, a guitar, every show to like a kid. Wow. I wish Joe Bonamassa would have done that. I thought he was <laughs> going to for a second there. Yeah. he, he On stage, he laid the guitar down. He laid, What well, was a Telecaster, well, wasn't it? It was. It was the Telecaster, and he walked over to the like one side of the stage, all the way up front, and he was holding the guitar out like he was trying to find a stand or he was trying to figure out who he was going to give it to, and then he just finally laid it down on the stage. Yeah, I thought he was going to give it. Weird. I thought he was going to bend down and give it to somebody. Yeah, that's what I. And then he just too. walked off stage. Uh, no, no. Uh-uh. Oh. No, but he was throwing picks out and uh, guitar picks and stuff like that out in the audience. You Did know? you get one? No, 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 we weren't, you weren't that, that close. Yeah, we were. If, if he comes back to town, though, I'm going to do my best to get front row. Yeah, there you go. That was or, or at least really close to front row, a little closer than what we were, although we had great seats. But yeah, we were we were eye level with them. But uh, it was really good. Very loud, though. Um, so some of the well, getting back on the topic there, some of the other things that uh, uh, one of the things is, you know, I mean, once you it's like the feeling of accomplishment I mean, you know, you you take something, you learn something, and finally you're done with it. It's, you you just achieve something, and it's uh, it's a good it's a good it's a nice feeling, you know. I like mm-hmm. when I'm uh, you know I'm tinkering around, and a lot of times I I uh, I'll typically uh, just kind of tinker around in the basic C D and G chords. Uh, right. And I'll just sit there and strum, and I'm working on my transitions, and I'm trying to get used to um not looking at my fingers like i know what the shape should be i know where the strength should be and a lot of times i don't quite hit it right but i get better um but when i'm playing around and just 
you know, messing around, it always astonishes me where I'm like, wait a second, I've heard that before. Like, yep. what? I don't know what song that is, but I've heard that before. I've heard that pattern. I've heard that melody, something. Yep. Um, you know, so that's pretty cool. That's what always kind of gets me like, ooh, okay, I'm onto something here. Yeah, yeah, it, that, that happens to me quite a bit too. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, I just sit there and I listen to something and all of a sudden it just clicks and it says, I, I know how, I know how that's done. You know, the other thing is uh, stress reliever. I mean, it's either going to, it's either going to work for you or you're going to break it. And that's a stress reliever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, don't break it. You know, uh, if put it down, if you feel like you want to break it, put it down. Put yeah. it down and walk away. Yep. Put I it mean, down and walk away. I, yeah, I just don't break it. Yeah, I mean, you talk about uh, stress relieving. I mean, you can't believe how many times I pop a string, you know, I pop the uh, high E string or the B string and, you know, from the stretching and stuff that I do. And next thing you know, it's like, uh, you're like, crap. You play rough, though, when, when you're playing. You know, uh, I think, like, you're just a, an aggressive string player. I, or I don't know what the terminology is because I have yet to uh, break a string. Uh, yeah, I, I am aggressive. I do bend the strings, um, quite a bit and, Be um, aggressive. <laughs> what was, <laughs> okay. It's All a right. cheer. Have you ever seen bring it on? Uh-huh. <laughs> dad doesn't know. Yeah. No, um, but no. dad, isn't, isn't that kind of how Stevie Ray Vaughan used to play too? He yeah. Bend I mean, the strings a lot. Yeah. Aggre aggressive. I mean, there was a lot of players that bend strings. I mean, you got, uh, Albert King and. Um, you got, uh, Kenny Wayne Shepard. I mean, Jimi Hendrix. I mean, uh, they all, they all bend strings, you know, it just depends on, uh, how far you bend them. Now, if you're like uh, Albert King, you might've bent them around the neck and, and wrapped it around three times. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think I saw a video, uh, I, I want to say it was Albert King, uh, and, and I could be wrong on who it was, uh, but on stage playing and, uh, popped a string. And he just, like, the guitar tech came up and gave him a new string, and he was just singing while putting a new string on. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, it, there's a, if you want to watch something, there's uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. He was at the, um, it was, he was in Dallas. There's a, a show on TV, a show on YouTube. And the, um, what he does is he's playing uh, Look at Little Sister is the name of the, of the uh, song. And he actually pops a string on a Stratocaster and he actually changes guitars in the middle of it. It's, it's pretty amazing. I think I have seen wow. that. I mean, you know, I mean, non, he doesn't stop the show real professional. I mean, you don't even, I mean, if you, if you had your eyes closed, you wouldn't even know that he changed guitars. That's how good He's it was. He's one of those guitar players that I'm kind of like, had he like still been alive like had he not passed away so soon like i wonder what he would have done you know i believe it would have been amazing i mean some yeah. of his some of his later stuff like um uh some of it, like the one he did with uh, jimmy uh he did the what is it um oh i can't remember the name of the song it was um oh okay yeah, i'm trying to think of it it's a uh, it's begins with wings um, uh, I'm looking. Yeah. Research on the fly. Wow, uh, you know, old age that, is getting but, to me. I mean, that's that's a that's a valid point, though. I mean, look at there's so many, just about every single one of them. I guess you could say there's so many artists that are that are gone that if they were still here, they'd probably 
be still making amazing music. Oh right. yeah, yeah. No, I I agree with that a hundred percent. I think it's Little Wing is the name of it. The song is named. Oh well, Little then Wing? that would start yeah. with Little, not Wing. It, well, is yeah. it on Texas Flood? No. Oh, it was a later one. Well, Jimmy Hendrix played. Yeah, Jimmy Hendrix played Little Wing. Yeah, and then he did a he did, he did his rendition of it, which uh, I mean, both of them are very good, and both of them are very different. That's I actually that I just remembered. I'd have to look up the tabs again. Um, uh, but Stevie Ray Vaughan, "Life by the Drop," that was one I like that song. Uh, right, you know, and acoustic. I, yep. Well, I've never tried it acoustic, but it, it's got a nice uh, rhythm to it. I like that. Right. No, Little Wing a... Little Wing was on The Sky is Crying. Right. And The Sky mm-hmm. is Crying is actually a really good really good song too. Really like that. The way he holds those uh, he bends those notes and holds those uh gets the sustain from the guitar, that's really good. Hmm. So, Amanda, where do you keep your guitar at? Um in the living room. In the living room. That's I was going to yeah. I was going to say cuz that's where I keep mine. I usually keep one upstairs here in my office and then I keep the rest in the living room. Because when I get off work or whatever, that's what I do. I sit in my chair and I grab one of my guitars and I just sit there and tinker around. You know? Is it because of the first thing that you see when you walk in the door, you want it to be your guitars? <laughs> well, it's not the first thing I see because uh, I, I come in through the garage door. I don't come in through the oh. front door. But, you know, it's just it's nice because they're right there and it's uh, just an arm length away. And you can just yeah. grab one and just kind of start tinkering, you know. It's uh adds to the ambiance too. Yeah, it 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 does kind of look like you got a problem, especially when you go to mom and dad's. <laughs> right. Yeah. Huh? I don't have a I'm, problem. I'm glad you were able to fit a couch in here so I had somewhere to sit. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a couch for his guitars. You're right. Yeah. If I mounted the guitars on the walls, the walls would fall down. <laughs> No, but I forgot to mention the last episode. Um, we went back to the coast again recently, and I I ended up picking up a um, an Eric Clapton album from 1975. Oh yeah, called "There's One in Every Crowd." It's pretty good. Yep, it is. Eric Clapton. I think I probably paid too much for it, but what do I know? Well, it's vinyl. All the, all your talk about vinyl and everything like that. I've I've recently started kind of looking at vinyl, but I'm like, I don't need another thing to spend money on. Yep. Yeah. Plus, I, you know, here's my, again, I've said it before. I just like digital music because it's a gazillion songs in my pocket. Right. And it's, it it is weird that you mentioned that because like when I was looking through the albums, like I I had my Spotify open and I was, and I was like, oh, hey, I like this one. And then just shut my phone off and pick up the record. And I'm like, I, you know, I, I could just continue to listen to it on Spotify and just add it to my favorites. But I was like, for some reason I wanted to have it, you know, on vinyl. Right. To add to my collection. Right. I think vinyl has a uniqueness to it, though. It does. It the does. sound. I mean, digital is digital has its its own sound, but vinyl has that. Uh, uh, I think it captures a lot of the true sound of the recording, where digital doesn't really do that. Yeah, that's I true. think. Yeah. I think when you're talking yeah. digital music, I think there's a perfection that's behind right. that. Like it's got to be a hundred percent perfect. Whereas vinyl, it's like, good enough, send it. Right. Well, and then you see a lot of artists that put out albums that say, like, remastered from 1970s. So, like, you know they went in there and tweaked it and made it sound cleaner. So it kind of takes away from the sound that you would have heard if you had on vinyl. 
true. Yeah. yeah. But and and it, the thing about it is, I, well, I don't want to get into um, digital and with the sampling rates and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's a little. You know, technical. the more the more you the actual the more you sample your you know you your uh, DAW or your digital audio workstation, the more you sample something, the the better the more realistic it's going to sound. You know, that's only a, a give me. You know, in today's CDs that you have out there, or actually streaming and stuff like that, is what forty four. Forty-four-one is the uh, sampling rate. Most uh, of them. I'd have to look. I don't know. I think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it is. I think normal recording is forty-four-one. I know we do what forty-eight. We do for for voice. Yeah. Yeah, we do forty-eight. But uh, you know, I I just think that the sampling rate. You got to get the sampling rate really a lot higher to get what the um, the old the old vinyl stuff did. So right. do you find, Amanda, because you're you're into the vinyl, do you find that that's a stress reliever, just being able to put a record on and sit back and listen to it? Or Oh, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, it, like I said, I said last time, it's like a whole vibe, you know, and it, not that it really rains a lot here. Well, it's been raining a lot. Right. It's not supposed to rain. The news but is it's, telling me it's been raining a right. lot. It has yeah. literally been flooding here. There's a town that's like an hour away. They just evacuated yesterday. Wow. Insert dad joke here. What town? Kernville. Yeah, I know, what? but it's not there anymore. I don't oh. think. Uh, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Oh, yes. Oh, um, no, but I mean, like, I I don't know. I, I Especially back in Iowa, I really liked listening to the vinyl on like a rainy day or like a rainy Sunday or, you know, that was kind of added to the vibe too. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it is a stress reliever for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, I don't listen to vinyl, but I, I'll do that sometimes. Um, I have the um, the the baby HomePods uh, that oh. that Apple makes. Yeah, and what's really nice about them is, um, and I have three of them. I can go to any. Uh, no, 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 not that's not an, an iPod. Not an iPod. The HomePods. <laughs> the HomePods. Yeah. Are the, oh, not Bluetooth. A, this is a shuffle. Yeah, but that's an iPod. Okay, listen, listen up. Okay, so okay. the HomePod is this like little ball. It's not the big ginormous like four hundred dollar model that they used to. Oh wow. Um, oh, that's ancient. Yeah. Wow. Hey, it still works. <laughs> Look, it was Manda's first music device. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but, no, you're talking about the Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, the Bluetooth speaker. Okay. And what I like about them is, like, you know, uh, especially, like, today, for instance, I'm home by myself. It's just, well, it's me and the cat. The wife is at work. So I'll just say, okay, I'm going to listen to music. And I take my phone. I just touch the top of speaker one. It'll start playing. Then I can go in and I can say, I also want you to play on speaker two and three. And now my whole house, no matter where I go, I can hear and listen to the exact same music. And... That's what I like. I take music over a TV any day because whether I'm doing dishes or laundry or absolutely nothing, music just calms me down. Yeah. I mean, yep. but I That's don't true. listen to the. No, I don't listen to that all the time. Okay. <laughs> I did listen. Granted, I did listen to it on the way to get coffee this morning, or as dad would call it, coffee. Coffee. I did. Co- coffee? I did go listen to it because I ran into some traffic and I was getting angry. So. Right. The music was necessary. Back in the day when I uh, worked for the uh, local television internet company uh, and I was doing installs and, and uh, service calls, 
uh, I, I listened to uh, Laser 103, whatever it was. 3.3, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I found myself getting angry and agitated. So I started listening to the oldies. And I was, like, much calmer throughout the day. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, music has an effect on you for sure. Yep. That's like even lately with all this rain and stuff, I've kind of been switching over to like The Cure. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, and The Smiths, kind of like that 80s kind of alternative um, stuff. And it's been pretty calming. But then, I mean, like I said, you get in traffic here and you just want to listen to metal because you're just angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural. Uh, and yeah, go ahead. so no, I was just going to, I was going to do the same thing you were going to do. I was going to try to continue on. Um, you know, where are we? How about, how about, well, I mean, we talked, we talked in general uh, terms and everything like that, but what, what do you think, uh, how, what, what effect does it have on the brain? I mean, just, uh, in development and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of researchers out there that have done, uh, research on this and they like, um, Johns Hopkins university. And um, they uh, they published actually uh, there's been doctors there or maybe doctors but surgeons or whoever have published uh, papers on the benefits of playing an instrument. And I'm not saying guitar. I'm saying instruments. I, I don't know anything about the uh, John Hopkins article or whatever it is. I don't I don't know anything about it. But I will say um, that brain keeping your brain active is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, especially at my age. Well, at any age, to be <laughs> honest with you, I know like non guitar related, uh, but at work, I sit um, facing, almost facing directly uh, one of my coworkers. And we just have this little, like, little wall, not very high between us. And, you know, when you, when you're click, wait, click, wait uh, for something to happen or you're working on something. So what we did is we went and bought a magnetic chessboard. And we put it on the on the ledge between us. So throughout the day, as we're working, we'll play chess. And the boss <laughs> comes over, and they're like, "She's like, Are you, what, what's going on here?" And I'm like, "This is just something that we're doing on the side as we're working to keep our brain focused on multiple things at one time." Multitasking. Yeah, which is funny because when I'm super involved, because I've played chess for years, the guy I'm playing has never played chess, so he's learning. So when I'm not super involved in my work, I cremate him. Yesterday, I was so involved <laughs> in my work and I'm playing, he cremated me three games in a row. Nice. So, but yeah, I, I think that it's it's a good thing to keep your brain active. And, you know, even if, uh, I don't know, I'm sure, Dad, you do it, but I do it. I come home from work and the wife's like, how was your day? Oh, it was a day. And then... Uh, I'll sit down, I'll grab one of my guitars, I'll just sit here and just kind of play around, and we'll have a conversation about how the day was or, or whatever. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got sort of the same thing. I, I just come home and I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Well, that's how you created that intro music. Yes, I was. Yeah, that's right. I was. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was. I was learning. I was. I was doing something on there, and I was, uh, and mom videotaped me and sent it to everybody. So I'm totally. She didn't videotape you, boomer. She huh? recorded you. Yeah, so well, she didn't videotape you. <laughs> straight up boomer. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I was sort of like, uh, I was sort of put in a predicament where uh, I'm like, hmm, okay, 
that really didn't sound the greatest right there because I, I had my eyes, Tim, Tim and Amanda, you know, too, yeah. that I had my eyes closed and I was just sitting there listening and then I would shake my head every time I made a mistake. So if you didn't hear it, you knew it because you see my head shake. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, I think it's, it, it was kind of cool. I mean, the first half of that video, all you could hear was the, uh, the furnace going, but still, yes. um, you know, it was kind of cool. Cause I'm, it's far enough away. I can't even really tell if your eyes are open or not, but I'm like, eh, it looks like he's sleeping. And I'm like, yeah. oh, does he normally just sleep play? That would be horrible. Wouldn't it wake up in the middle of the night? Your significant other is just in the living room, like sleep playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I had a lot of fun doing that. And then, uh, a few days later I did the actual, um, uh, video. Uh, well, I didn't do a video. I did the actual recording of that music you did in the beginning there, you know, that intro music. So, well, here's my problem is by the time I get off of work, I don't like my brain is fried. Like I really don't want to do anything, let alone necessarily pick up the guitar and get frustrated with myself for messing up and not understanding or, you know, I might give it 10 minutes and I'm like, meh. You know, but still that's 10 minutes that even though you don't realize you're using your brain, it's still 10 minutes that you're using your brain. Right. right? Yeah, so even if right. you, even if you just sit down and you're just like, I'm not really going to try to play a song or I'm not going to try to do anything. I'm just sitting here and I'm, okay, I know this is the D chord. I'm just going to tinker around there and then I'm going to transition to a C and I'm just tinkering around. Eventually, before you even know it, your brain subconsciously, in my case, because that's the only way my brain works is subconsciously. You, it just puts it together, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, wait a second, I'm yeah, out to take your yeah. job." I think it's a, I think it's a little different for me. Okay, uh, here's what here's what happens to me: uh, muscle memory takes over, and I don't even realize I'm playing. I mean, I hear it, but it's sort of like the uh, my muscles are just geared to it. My fingers are geared to what I'm playing and it just automatically plays and I just sit back and relist and just listen to it. I could actually probably fall asleep and still be playing. Wouldn't that be a kicker? Well, I left I'm everybody scared. speechless. Yeah. I, I mean, when you've been playing, um, you know, since Jesus was doing carpentry, you know, <laughs> you're going to, you're going to get muscle memory cause you've been doing it so long. Right. You know, uh, I, I've been, <laughs> Oh, geez, that was, <laughs> I've been, you know, I've only been doing this for three years and, um, you know, it, it right. But there's going to be a time, there's going to be a time when your muscle memory will take over and things just get easier and easier and easier and you don't even realize it. Right. Know? I for mean, you. yeah, that's what happens. So Amanda, you're starting out and you're, you're just starting this whole process. Tim, you're in the, in the, in the, in that process. And I'm at the, I don't know where I am. I'm somewhere there. So at the middle of the process or the end of the process. So, yeah, I think, so I think Amanda will actually pick it up much faster than, than I am. And and I just think it's because of, of the generation gap, you know, and plus you're, you're a couple years younger than I am. So a couple, yeah, seven, you're a millennial. Uh, yeah. The last year of it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So we should be on the same wavelength as far as this kind of thing goes. Oh, well, then the world's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. So I guess we'll move on to the last topic here or the last 
section of the main topic here and this one kind of made me raise an eyebrow a little bit um guitar helps you make more friends yeah that all depends yeah, debatable I'm gonna say i'm probably more apt to make enemies by my guitar playing well i think it's more or less what i was considering here was is is that you you learn how to play guitar and you got a you got a few friends that you Basically, play, they play guitar, too, and you all get together, and you have a band or something like that, and you basically make friends that way is what I... But then after I thought about that for a while, I'm like, um, hell no, that doesn't work out that way. Not always. <laughs> Not typically. I was going to say, because I was looking at the notes, you know, and I was kind of uh, talking to myself uh, like I normally do, and I'm like, you know... I can imagine back in the day before internet that that's probably what you would do because, you know, what do you do? You wake up in the morning, you get on your bike, you ride over to your buddy's house, you know, you hang out, you know, whatever. But now it's all video games and internet. And tell me again why I need to leave the house. I'm not sure. So you don't get cabin fever. Well, I guess. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I just feel like, uh, you know, I've got a few buddies that I know that they're not, you know, great players. I, know I have one guy that um, he's he knows everything inside and out Metallica. But that's oh, really? it. You, you put anything else in front of him and that nothing. He is just that's all he's ever done is learned Metallica. Uh, you know, so I'm not going to go and hang out and play with him. And then the other people that I know that play either a bass or a guitar they're all in another state. So trying to get on like a Zoom call, not not a big deal for me because I have the equipment I can plug in and you can hear me play, but I can't hear them. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I know. When I sat down and I put that in the uh, notes here, talk about it, it's just from past experiences that I've had. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, when I was in... Um, I met a lot of people when I was in bands and stuff back when I was in the on the East Coast, and it was like um, uh, we always had we always had like four. Well, we started out as three, and then we ad- we added somebody else. Usually, it was guitar, bass, drums is usually what happened. Right. And then we'd add we'd add a singer or something like that. And you know, the problem with it with it after I wrote that down is is that we always had somebody that had a huge ego, that his head just couldn't go through a set of doors without you know i mean you'd have to rip the door out for him to get in there well and that's kind of that's kind of the reason why like when i go to guitar box and i want to play a guitar and they're like oh yeah yeah here's a pick and and and, uh just go ahead and hook yourself up i'll sit there next to the amps but i'm not plugging myself in because i know as soon as i do somebody's going to come over and be like oh you suck well you you missed you missed the piece there oh first of all when you walk into Guitar Box and they say, here, they hand you a pick, they say, that's a buck, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. They don't do that. Uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah, no, that's what, that's what happened to me. And I got, I got so, I got so tired of it that I just decided that I wasn't going to do anything. And, you know, I just, I taught, I gave lessons for a while and, you know, and went that route. But, um, I think from an acoustic point of view, that seems very um, solitary to me. That seems very, like, independent, you know? You're not necessarily learning the acoustic guitar to go out and play with other acoustic guitar players. You know, you're learning it 
you know, something on your own for yourself. Yeah, I would agree. I would almost say that like the acoustic, the perfect picture for acoustic for me, um, you know, is like when you go camping or something like that and you can just sit out at the campfire and play. And if other people like sit around and listen, then great. Otherwise, who cares? Right. right. That's, just... that's when you whip out Kumbaya. Right. Or, or Oasis. Just... Yeah. You don't want to get too close to the fire, though, with the guitar. Well, I mean, depends. I mean, if you need to get the it fire going. Depends if you need firewood. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Firewood. There you... <laughs> Stress reliever. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Hey, we got firewood for tonight. No, it is. It is. I mean, I. it's a great talking point, though. You know, um, you know, it, it's fun to talk to people when you're out and about and stuff like that. And, um, you know, even at the ham fest that we were recently at. You know, I was like, oh, do you, you play guitar? Do you play an instrument? Like, th- that's an easy icebreaker. Yep. And then, you know, even if you don't end up talking about that subject, you it can lead you into talking about something else. Because not that anybody cares, but when you go to, like, a ham fest, everybody's talking about ham radio. Cool. I don't want to talk about that, you know? Right. Because, mm-hmm. it, like, I, I don't know, like, some of these guys, you know, that's their passion. Yeah. Yeah, but everybody's got music in common. Every, you know, like you said, the, whether whether they actually play an interest, in, instrument, if they don't, well, then you can talk about a band and, you know. 100%. Music in general. That's yeah. true, yeah. You know. And it's, what I like about it, uh, when, when you do that, when you're like, oh, do you play guitar? Or do you play an instrument? Or, you know, and, or what's your favorite band? What's your favorite genre of music? A lot of times somebody will introduce me to an artist I've never heard before. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of nice. Yeah, but what what about social gatherings and stuff like that? You know, I mean, I mean, here you got... You, what social gatherings? Well, Tim, you got in your living room, you got a bunch, you got a, an acoustic guitar now. When you got friends over, do you just pull that pup out and start playing? No. <laughs> but that's just like you, Dad. Dad, you're I the know, same I way. Know, I know, I know. Yeah, and, and actually, to be honest with you, like when I have a couple friends over or whatever i have one friend who uh will consistently be like man i want to learn how to play bass okay well here's a website where you can get a pretty decent quality bass for really cheap yep any you know just not and that's it i i i do have another friend who um when he comes over i hide all my guitars uh because he'll sit there and he'll play them and he's actually really good yeah, you know he he uh, he makes his own. He's a heavy metal guy, and he makes his own guitars. And I always told him, I'm like, I'll oh, make me one. I'll pay you for it. Right? Nope. Jeez, you never asked me. Uh, I don't know if that is accurate. Wait, is this the Metallica guy? <laughs> no, uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh, I was gonna say that's not heavy metal, but okay. No, but so I don't have a whole lot of friends that like. I have a lot of friends that listen to a lot of music, and you know they like a lot of the music I like, and so forth. But yeah, none of them, none of them play. None of them have the desire to play. That's a shame. Um, but I do have a buddy uh, from uh, Maryland. Uh, okay. he, he's kind of like in the same boat I am. You know, he's he he knows enough to play around and not look like a complete novice. Um, but you know, he maybe he knows more than he's leading on too. I don't know. But, you know, it's fun to sit down and talk to him and just kind of talk about, you know, what we're trying to learn or whatever. Yeah, that's always a nice thing when you can talk to people about everything. And, you know, anyhow, um, I don't know. It's uh, you don't like to jam with others, I guess. No, because I'm usually if, if I'm in a situation where I can, I'm probably the worst player. Well, OK, let me ask you this question. Uh, how about a, do you have a looper? 
I just I just have the thirty second oh, okay. on the, so the G one X. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, I mean, because that's what I do a lot is I use a looper and I I will come up with a um, I'll find something like a, a backing track and I'll just loop it and then I'll play to it and stuff like that and it keeps me keeps me intent for a while. Well, yeah, and I've been I've played around with it for a little bit and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, but what I've more been focusing on or focusing on a little bit more is um the the pedals and the effects and that's actually one of the episodes i would like to do here sometime in the future is uh talk about however many the top five or the top 10 effects and you know like what they do and so on so forth and and even even at that what are the rules to chaining those effects uh you know um theoretically who cares but there's got to be some method to it and uh, i'm just lost in the sauce so we'll talk about that a little bit um <laughs> there at are... some point in the future we, we're not going to talk about it now um no but I, I wouldn't expect that yeah is there anybody got anything to add about the uh health benefits of playing an instrument like the guitar i don't think so i agree with it you got to remember it, it's also good exercise too i mean even if you sat there with the guitar on the stand and just picked it up and put it down, picked it up, put it down. I was going to say, yeah, the last time I picked up the guitar, <laughs> what a cardio workout. <laughs> yeah, I could do the was... same with my phone. Lift it up, put it down, lift it up. Put it down. <sighs> you know, okay. but here's my thing is that's a good point too. the phone. The phone is a killer for me because especially with Instagram, I, I hate it, but mm -hmm. you get stuck into the videos Next thing you know, yep. it's three o'clock in the morning. You're like, what am I still doing awake? <laughs> yep, I know. You know, so, I mean, it's social media is good. And for those that are listening, we've sat there and said that we have Instagram uh, at Pandemic Guitar and we're not active on it. It's because I'm the one that's supposed to be doing it. And I'm trying to stay away from Instagram as much as possible uh, or all social media, which sucks. I have to get better at that, but it is what it is. Yep. So guitar is definitely more healthy than social media. Uh, what do we got for uh, news or history or any of that kind of fun stuff? So I don't have any news. I was actually trying to look that up earlier. Um, nothing was really sticking out, um, but we do have some music history. All right. Um, this day in 2002 in Houston, Texas, Dusty Hill of ZZ Top marries Charlene McC McCrory? McCrory. McCrory. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, on this day in 2000, 60-year-old Tina Turner launches her 24-7 tour at the Target Center in Minneapolis. It takes in $80 million, making it the top-grossing tour of 2000. In Minneapolis, that's Targetto. <laughs> You're not lying. <laughs> that, that's facts right there. All right. And in this day in 1992, this is my favorite, by the way. Billy Ray Cyrus releases Achy Breaky Heart. It oh, becomes yeah. the signature song and starts a line dancing craze throughout the U.S. It did. Uh, Mom went through that line dancing craze. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she went through it, like, and she came home and taught me how to line dance. The yeah. world oh, she, went through that craze. She was, right. doing, she was doing it all the time. She used to line dance while she was cooking. <laughs> really? Okay. I still do it. Every time I hear Achy Breaky Heart come on, I line dance to it. Yeah. Oh, you still remember the dance? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, it's in my DNA. I mean, I'm a Midwesterner. And if, if well, I guess technically you're not because you were born in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got it. 
Yeah. I don't think that's how so. DNA works, but we'll go. Well, we'll just, you we'll know. Stick with it. <laughs> In my oh, head, that's how it works. Really. I mean, I'm not. You're probably the you're probably better at like yelling at people in traffic and like you know. I know I don't yell at people in traffic unless I'm on the motorcycle. If I'm on the motorcycle and people are dumb, oh, I'll yell. Oh, can you split lanes there? No, uh, uh-uh, it's uh, yeah, no. And even if I could, I wouldn't. That that just looks yeah. stupid to me. It's very stupid. They do it all the time here. There was there was one time uh, I was on the motorcycle and I was on the uh, the main interstate and there must have been an accident or something up front because it was at a dead standstill. I literally shut my motorcycle off on the uh, highway and I was walking it forward as we were moving. That's how slow it was. And uh, a bunch of other motorcycles, they just jumped on the side of the highway and just rode the side of the highway. And I'm like, that's just dumb. Just yeah. stay where you're at. Just whatever so it took a lot longer to get home and i was sweating bullets but um but yeah i just i don't get the whole splitting thing i know it can be done but no yep. yeah we we had that happen here um on the way to la some guy split lanes and uh he ended up getting hit by a car because he was in the blind side blind spot of a car and he just flew off yep you're just like oh yep just because you can do Scary. it doesn't mean you can much like billy ray cyrus coming out with achy breaky heart okay that is uncalled for because that is an amazing song. That's a tune. Uh, yeah, uh, I suppose. It, it's it's like a staple of the 90s, like the Macarena. <laughs> Let's, it's a staple. Okay, if we could just erase music in the 90s. And I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for that one. but Why? I don't know, in the 90s, and I don't know. There's just not a whole lot of music from the 90s that I'm, I'm crazy about. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not even like, okay, Smashing Pumpkins? Okay, Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan had like one and a half good albums. One and and a half? Yeah, like he had one and a half good albums. They were good albums, you know, but, you know, it's just not memorable enough to stick with me. Okay, well. But to each their own. Yeah. Insert that joke here. Just remember, people, you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. (laughs) <laughs> wow that okay <laughs> i figured i'd end that uh, uh, yeah, a... yeah i was gonna say on that note uh i suppose we'll go ahead and work on getting out of here uh anybody have an idea for the next episode i know it's gonna be great sounds like it's it... gonna be good i i don't know yeah i don't know yeah we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out yep jinx uh, okay i'll let you end the show then <laughs> And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out for this episode. That's episode 17. Please stay tuned because episode 18 is going to blow your face off. All right. So anyway, uh, we are out. So uh, Richard, DJ Richard, uh, and then DJ Tim. What? what? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> wiki, wiki. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, have a good one, done. everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Later. Take it easy. Bye, everybody. Bye.